Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Order on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. Tune in, iTunes. Of course, you can find us on the Spotify as well. 24-7 on our website, JiggyJaguar.com. On the Roku Television Network via AMFM247. And, of course, the Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast is live, as live can get. It's a fizz day, as they say. And we are going to go to an interesting kettle of fish, as they say. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of this, but uh, we are going to see. We're ringing the group, and we are going to see if uh, if our crew... Makes it to the uh, makes it to the deal here. We'll see what happens here. We'll see if our we'll see if our uh, our group picks the horn up here. I don't know. We've got to ring the group, as they say on Skype. I'm calling them a little early, but I'm hoping that if I get them on early, we can chat early. But. Uh, I don't know where IQ is. I don't know where the great Don Mazzella is. I don't know where dangerous Don Mazzella is. That's Dan Perkins. Dan Perkins is dangerous Dan Perkins. So we are going to see if our... We have called a whole bunch of people and none of them are available. (laughs) Yes! For the very first time ever, I've ringed the group, but the group does not ring back. A little bit of Skype issues here today, as they say. Okay, we may just have to reboot Skype. We're just going to reboot Skype. We're just going to do that. We're just going to reboot Skype, because I think Skype needs to be rebooted. I think every once in a while, you got to reboot the Skype. you got to reboot Skype. As they say. I don't know who's saying it. Don't know why they're saying it. They're indeed saying it. Welcome to it. Thanks for tuning in to the big broadcast. We are live from the KJG Radio Studios in just Kansas. Hutchie Soul Kansas. As they say. Hutchie Soul Kansas. Oh, Hutchie Soul Kansas. That's the great Johnny Kim would say. That Johnny Kim. That Johnny Kim. Not to be confused with the Johnny Kim. So we're going to ring the group. Let's ring the group. See what happens there. I don't know. Oh, we had to reboot Skype, and when we rebooted Skype, we got Greg Palace with us. How are you, sir? (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm glad I've got Greg Palace. This this was the plan all along, as they say. And uh, so, Greg, by the way, all those books behind you, are those research books or your books? <laughs> okay. Greg, can you hear us? Did we just hear? I think I may have lost you for a few seconds. Skype may have hiccuped. 
there. I don't know. What's going on here? Let's do this. Let's try to figure this out. We're having all sorts of connection issues today, which is also also always fun. But uh, I think we've got Greg. Greg, can you uh, can you hear us, my friend? Maybe not. I might end up having to join the call. I might have to join the call and then uh, unmute myself. What is the there? There we are. Okay, I think we're back. What's going on? Okay. There we are. Not, my, my internet connection here got weak. Sorry. Not a problem. Not a problem. It happens. It's technology. <laughs> it happens, my friend. So, uh, so Greg, bring us up to speed on this election, because who knew that when you wrote the book, How Trump Stole 2020, uh, it would kind of be in reverse, maybe. <laughs> What, what do you make no, of no, all uh, this? I did not steal the election. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they, they came close. And don't forget, um, the, the, the papers are, are ignoring the fact that um, we had uh, what's politely called redshift. That is the, um, um, the Biden, if you look at the exit polls and you look at the polling, yes. um, Biden sure has a lot less votes than people said that would be voting. And it's not because people are afraid to say they vote for Trump. 74 million people voted for Trump. It's not like an, it's not like an uh, unusual thing. <laughs> so, so, so what's happening here is called, the polite term is vote suppression, or as I say, vote theft. Because, you know, when someone steals your car, you don't say, my car has been suppressed. <laughs> and, I love um, that. Uh, so what's happened uh, is that uh, we uh, ended up with uh, um, massive, amount of, of vote thievery. Um, and, but let me get down to Georgia. Yes. Because that's yes. where it's all at right now. Yes. And that's where we have some big problems. He said, oh, everything's fine because Biden won Georgia and the Secretary of State there is such a stand-up guy standing up to Trump. Let me tell you, I know Brad Raffin's perjur, and his name really is Perjure, because <laughs> uh, I've beat him in federal wow. info tactics already. I want a federal suit against this character um you know these guys are from like the heat in the night okay just so you know they are <laughs> rabid partisan right-wing republicans but they also have a, an important task which is to elect two republican senators whoever wins the runoff contest for the u.s senate on january 5 yeah whichever party will control the united states senate so the the rabid right-wing um uh governor Brian Kemp and I have all these, all these uh, films of him with his um, soul stuck up uh, Donald Trump. Um, and I, sorry, I have to keep it for Brian. Yes, yes. Um, but, um, Kemp, the idea that Kemp has suddenly turned on Trump. No, they had to throw Trump under the bus because they have to save his Senate seat. You have about two hundred thousand Georgians who voted for Trump. Excuse me, voted for Biden, but then voted for they're Senate candidates because it's crossover, and they they can't tell those Biden voters don't vote for Republican. Um, don't you know we're not going to count your vote. So they have to protect their Senate candidates, and that means Trump is over. He's history anyway. He's going to be the first president on a three dollar bill. So you know <laughs> he's over. 
Okay, he, he's history. Okay, he's the whoopee cushion of presidents. You know, it's like we're done. You know, no one to hear from Orange Orifice. Uh, so, um, uh, but so yesterday, uh, the the top civil rights uh, lawyers and uh, groups in the nation, headed by Black Voters Matter and Latasha Brown, yes, uh, filed a lawsuit. Um, joined by uh, Operation Rainbow Push, joined by several of the other civil rights uh, leaders of Georgia, who filed a lawsuit against the Secretary of State, saying that um, to demand that he put back 198,000 voters who were illegally removed from the voter rolls. Wow. That's based on a report I did for the ACLU. Yes. So, so, uh, so a hundred. These guys started with Brian Kemp when he was Secretary of State. This is how he beat Stacey Abrams, and she said so. She cited my work yes. several times, yes. saying, "Look, I won, but I won't be inaugurated because this scamp Kemp <laughs> hundreds of thousands of voters awesome. of color stopped them from voting. Well, he did it again. His his handpicked successor, this guy Raffens Perger." Purge 198,000 voters illegally. So the voting rights groups have demanded that the federal uh, has gone to federal court. We will now have a judge has ordered a um, a hearing on uh, Thursday. So a week from today, you're going to have a hearing in federal court about returning these 198,000 voters to the voter rolls. In fact, we're going to have uh, the arguments will be led by Martin Luther King's former lawyer at uh, wow. who's a civil rights legend and he'll be arguing he'll be arguing the case a couple days before his 90th birthday. So we have legends of the voting rights movement um, Greg Griggs uh, normally represents the NAACP an Oxford law graduate he'll be there. I mean the the, the it's a stellar team. CK Hoffler is one of the you may not know these names, but these are true legends of the voting rights uh, legal. I arms. have I have heard many of of these names, and uh, we have got Greg Palace with us today. He joins us live. Uh, we also, I think, are joined here by IQ Rizzoli as well. And Hi, um, so hey. so so Greg, uh, tell me and IQ a little bit about. How this, how, how they take these voters off these voter rolls, because this is a very interesting process, and this is not just a Republican problem, a Democrat problem, both parties do this. Tell us about this process and, and how this impacts voting. Well, we have all kinds, as you know from my book, uh, How Trump Stole 2020, yeah, Democrats do some of these games too. I have a chapter yes. there called um, California Reman, and the Democrats yes. tend to remove each other because they're in these states like California, where it's one state and they just battle each other. But in Georgia, it's a, it's a, because Georgia this year has become a white minority state, very hard for the Republicans to hold that state at this point yes. unless they stop the new young voters. Not only, uh, you know, we're used to seeing the the, the attack on the African American voters. But yeah. Asian American, Hispanic voters, and especially young voters are, are they're going after. So the way that they remove people, they said these people have moved. 198,000 people moved out of Atlanta or moved out of Georgia. Listen, if yeah. you don't live in Atlanta, you can't vote in Atlanta. If you do, you go to prison. 
It's pretty easy to catch people who are voting illegally, by the way. It's, it's not rocket science. You used to work for the Justice Department. <laughs> I get you in four seconds. And you go to jail for five years. And I've never heard anyone get caught illegally voting and not going to prison. You go to jail. So yes. do it. Yes. Now, but they say, look, we have evidence that, a hundred, that these hundreds of thousands of people moved. Actually, they removed over 300,000, but a hundred thousand, more than 100,000 people did move did die, and a few were convicted of felony crimes, so they, they're in the can, they can't vote if you've got a felony conviction while you're serving. So, but, so what's going on here? So why shouldn't they remove these voters? The answer is, I was at those polling stations uh, in 18, and saw one African-American Hispanic voter after another say, they threw me out, including, by the way, I was there um, when Martin Luther King's 92-year-old cousin was thrown out of the polling station uh, they said that she no longer lived in Atlanta and so I went to her home that they said she no longer lived in there was Martin Luther King's picture on the wall uh, having <laughs> dinner with her in that home so she had to be there at least 60 years and, um, and so they said she didn't vote so they took away her vote her granddaughter was there and was just hysterical in tears about this in fact um, if you go to um, Leo DiCaprio's uh, Instagram page, I usually don't uh, suggest going to Leo DiCaprio's <laughs> Instagram page. It's not where I'm usually at, so it's very... Busy. It's always a trusted news source. But he posted our Instagram of... Uh, he released two public service announcements, one by Rosario Dawson, another by uh, Zoe Saldana, Gal uh, you know, uh, Guardian oh, yeah. of the Galaxy. Yep. And uh, that, hers is in Spanish, by the way. To, re to warn people that they could be purged in, in Georgia and should look up their voter registrations now. So they, there's all these people, Raheem Shabazz. Uh, now, he, now, he did move, but he moved down the street. You, they can't remove you from the voter rolls because he moved in your <laughs> you neighborhood. Just, That's federal law. You just, put, uh, you, you just put your stuff in a car and, and, and drove down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and so... You know, if you move, and we had one woman who lost her vote because she moved within, she was moved, she was in a nursing home, and she moved within her building. Yeah. And uh, they took away her vote. But most people didn't move at all. They just have common names. They say, oh, gee, Jose Garcia is registered in New Mexico, so you must have moved to New Mexico, Jose. Well, believe it or not, there's a couple people named Jose Garcia. Um, <laughs> in fact, I can tell you exactly that there are 538 guys named James Brown whose votes were threatened. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't make that up, by the way. So we actually, here's the deal. Who says here's the deal? Am I? <laughs> I'm getting accepted here. That's not a partisan state. When I say here's the deal, that's not a partisan state. Uh, but here's the deal. Because uh, um, um, I don't have those cool sunglasses. Uh, but, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so here's the deal. You, it, they, we, you cannot remove people from the voter rolls for moving unless you first check, and this is federal law, unless yeah. you first check with the post office, which, by the way, tends to know where you live. Yeah. And so uh, they didn't. We did. That is, the Palace Investigative Fund, my team hired experts from Silicon Valley. You can hire the post office through an official licensee. They have a deal where you can check if people actually live somewhere on their official list. They didn't do it. And so they got the wrong list from some small operator in Nebraska, I'm not knocking Nebraska, but some guy in Nebraska who had some type of cheap list, and they used that, and they liked it because it had um, tens of thousands of people 
who they said had put in change of address forms. You know, when you go to the post office, you change address, you put in that little change of address form. Oh, yeah. And the post office said, these people have never put in change of address forms. We've checked our records for four years. They have not put in change of address forms. This is all fabricated, according to the United States Postal Service. Then we went to the real experts. I'm talking about the official experts on address. Forget the post office. We went to Google, Amazon, and eBay. Yes. And they, they know where you are right now. Sorry, no privacy. <laughs> the people they use as their address experts went through the list, too, name by name by name, and we found out that, um, in fact, there is um, um, that these people have never moved from the address that they claim they moved from. So we're saying these people haven't moved. Their only crime is attempting to vote while black or young, and you know it. Put them back on. So Thursday, uh, a federal court thought it was substantial enough that they have to, um, that they're going to face the, they're going to face the judge. This is this this is amazing. We have investigative reporter Greg Powell with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. IQ Rizzoli as well, and we've got uh, Don Mazzella. And uh, problem here, Greg. Can, can you still hear us, my friend? I can definitely hear you there. Okay. It uh, sounded like the ocean. It- <laughs> yes, yes. Well, well, Don, Don, Don is, Don is calling us from Florida. So <laughs> there is that. <laughs> so, um, so Greg, explain to. Um, I know at one point we had a uh, conversation with you on one of my other shows about. Uh, I, I think it was the James Brown deal about. The guy who had been, it, it, it had to do with Chris Kobach and a bunch of other yeah. things. Explain to, to the guys and me, retell this story, because this is amazing, how, how this works with the Democrats and Republicans, everybody doing all this stuff where we're removing people from voter rolls. Explain this to us. Well, in fact, uh, unfortunately, because the, the camera isn't uh, working out for some reason, uh, otherwise I would show you this sheet that I got from inside the Secretary of State's office in from Georgia. Yes. A document that he got from Chris Kobach, a giant from Kansas, a giant list of names to remove from the voter rolls because these people were, were registered in two states. So I'll just read you a couple names. Yes. Um, okay, so there is um, Michael Brown of Atlanta, is supposed to be uh, Michael Brown, the same guy as Michael Brown of Kansas. Now, you might say Michael Brown's a common name. <laughs> hey, not for Republican. But it, it, believe it or not, and I'm looking at the, at this is Chris Kobach's list. Yeah. To the state of Georgia. Michael Stephen Brown of Atlanta was supposed to be the same voter as Michael T., like in Thomas Brown of Kansas. <laughs> so they're supposed to be the same voter. I can't make this stuff up. John Wilson of Atlanta is supposed to be the same as John Wilson of Alaska. Well, John Cowles Wilson of Atlanta, John M., uh, as in Maynard Wilson of Alaska. And these are the, this is the list, the poisonous purge list sent by Chris Kobach to Brian Kemp when he was Secretary of State of Georgia. And <laughs> this is amazing. Place. So we're just telling a federal judge, look, this list is phony as a $3 bill with Trump's face on it. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and so you got to put these voters back. So, uh, um, 
Don Don Mazzella has joined us. Don, well, well, what do you make of the fact that that it just seems like whether it's whether it's Republicans, Democrats, everybody seems to be doing these weird things with voting. Like Greg was saying there that they're they're trying to remove the same guy with the same name from another state. It's the weirdest deal. Well, well welcome to American politics. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I hate to say it, but in, 1960, in 1964, when I covered my first presidential election, I remember uh, when we were building up to it, uh, John Chancellor said to, said to a group of us about how uh, Chicago voted in uh, 1960, and he, he told the tale. So the nice uh, how there we know? are. That's great. <laughs> there we go. Now you know. Sorry about that. Not a problem. Not a problem. Or my hat. Go ahead and get me my hat. <laughs> I like your hat. <laughs> oh, Greg, Greg's hat is fantastic. That, that, that's his signature. That is... <laughs> At least it keeps your head warm. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. But, you know... Um, they had an election in, uh, in Patterson, New Jersey, in which for the first time you could mail in your ballots. And uh, of the 7,000 ballots in the state of Patterson uh, that were mailed in, 4,200 were determined to be bogus. So, I mean, it's there. But I don't think it would change the election. Um, so, I, I, think, I think personally President Trump should just stay... You know, uh, I did a good job. You didn't appreciate it. I'm going home. That's what George Washington did. And if you think about it, um, uh, you know, it's always difficult to give up the power of the presidency, but, you know, maybe it's good to, maybe he should just do it. What what, what, what do you think about that, Greg? Do do you think he should just concede and say, hey, I'm going to go play golf. You guys have fun with it. Have fun with Biden and his non-progressive policies. I think he should confess. <laughs> there you go. So, so Greg, you you were talking earlier, and and we I, I heard you. Uh, I think it was on Jimmy Dore's uh, program talk about what they do in California with uh, voting. And just some of the weird things that the Democrats do, basically to eat their own. Um, tell me and the guys here a little bit about this, because there was something to do with like a uh, an envelope and a bunch of other things. That, that this this was fascinating when I heard this. Well, one of the things is, I mean, they use a lot of tricks. I mean, Alex Padilla is our Secretary of State, the Democrat, and um, you know, I'm not going to protect Democrats if they play games. And one of the things that he did was really cute. Because remember, it's a one-party state. So there are effectively virtually no Republicans in this uh, state or in state offices. So it's all Democrats fighting for the spoils uh, and fighting in primaries. So in the presidential primary, we have a very strange system in California where um, if you are independent, that is what they call here no party preference, you can still vote in the Democratic primary. What people don't know, and so almost all young people, almost every student who registers to vote, registers without a party. 
uh, you know, for whatever they are, they're too yeah, they're 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 too good for a party. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so uh, the problem is what they don't understand is that what Alex Padilla did was wonderful. He sent every one of these independent voters because we have an all mail in system in California, by the way, um, the uh, mail ballot system. So your ballots mailed to you. Well, they mailed three million ballots to independent voters without the Democratic presidential candidates. So they couldn't vote in the primary. They, you can, but you had to go through a whole process. And you got to know this. You had to sign on the back of that ballot, mail it back saying you want a special, something called a crossover Democratic Party ballot. Or you can take your your ballot without the, the candidates on You should get this ballot without the candidates for president on it. <laughs> so um, they, you go in and, and you can turn in your presidentless ballot and get one with the presidents on them, uh, candidates on them, but you have to ask for what's called a Democratic crossover ballot. And in some counties, if you don't know the magic word crossover, the clerks are not allowed to tell you, oh, you want a crossover ballot. No, you have to guess the right term. You don't get, you don't know it, you don't get it. It's crazy. Amazing. no idea. So what's happened is, is that according to the California poll, which is the experts on California statistics, about 553,000 votes were lost to Bernie Sanders in the primary. That's half a million votes lost to Sanders in the primary. Now, he did win uh, this 2020 primary in California. Yeah. But he lost. And 16 by about 200,000 votes when uh, easily that half million votes that he lost through this kind of rigmarole um, would have put him over the top. Now, does that mean he would have gotten the nomination? Probably not. But, I mean, I do, I do prefer that the voters choose our senators and presidents and congresspeople and, and people. not vote trick Yes. What do you say? <laughs> We have got a tremendous guest with us today. Greg Ballast is with us. He is known for his investigative reports for the BBC, The Guardian, Rolling Stone. Black Voters Matter and ACLU have released Palace Investigation, finding that Georgia illegally removed 198,000 voters from voter rolls before this election. And Palace says that this could affect the outcome of the big runoff for the two Georgia Senate seats. On January 5, you can also get more information on Greg's website, gregpalace.com. One of the things I love about Greg is that he is your old-school investigative reporter. He gives it to the Republicans. He gives it to the Democrats. And uh, he is perfect for this program today with IQL Rizzoli and Don Mazzella. Don, jump in there. and I know you've got some questions yeah. for Greg. Well, I really do. Well, I guess my, my first one... You know, the, the Democrats are the ones that, uh, that were crying wolf about uh, illegal um, voter uh, uh, restrictions, etc. Yet it seemed to me that most of the damage is done by, by them to Republicans. What do you say to that? That's uh, BS. <laughs> um, I've been voting. Like I say, I, I'm not going to protect the Democrats. I've gone after them big time, and they hate me. In fact, um, one great quote I have on my book um, um, from the Clinton administration, we hate that SOB, referring to me. Uh, so, I, you know, I have no love with the Democratic Party or they, and vice versa. But here this time, we've had a massive attack on the right to vote of people of color. And, uh, for example, Wisconsin, that, that state was almost stolen. The Republican legislature passed a law saying you have to remove 
129,000 voters from the voter rolls because, again, because of this new gimmick, they supposedly moved. Well, we got the list. Of, we, there was a, a team of professors from Harvard, Yale, and uh, Penn who did a study and said this race, this list is not only inaccurate, but it's violently racist. Uh, we looked through and we found that most of the people on that list had never moved anywhere. Their only crime was voting while black. We put their names on it. For example, they took, they said that um, Sequana Taylor, uh, a black woman, uh, no longer lived in Milwaukee, so she should be removed from the voter roll. Yes. And I, I confronted Sequana, and she said, well, I have not moved from Milwaukee. I said, prove it. She says, look at the name on that building behind me. She's a Milwaukee County supervisor. She did not move from Milwaukee. But this is the kind of game that they are playing. So it's mostly Republicans that have been involved in massive vote. We use the term vote suppression. But it means you can't vote because they decide to remove you from the voter rolls. Or they give you all kinds of problems. For example, uh, this latest one. Are you ready for this one? The, the Republican Secretary of State of Georgia uh, tried to slip through regulation last Sunday. We caught him. <laughs> saying that if you don't have a car registered in Georgia, your vote you can't register to vote in Georgia without being challenged. In other words, you could so no car, no vote. Now No car, no vote. <laughs> because well here's the grounds. I understand what they're saying. I understand there is a reason for this, and I'm not gonna say that there's no reason. They're saying if you don't have a car registered in Georgia, well maybe you don't live here and you're not a resident. Okay, we don't want non residents voting. I only know of one, a re, uh, this guy Bill Price, a Republican broadcaster from Florida who illegally registered in Georgia for this runoff. So I have one case Wow. And by the way, he was uh, like dumbest criminal on the planet. He got on the radio and announced what he did. <laughs> of course he did. Believe it or not. Uh, well, he's going to need a very good lawyer for that. He said, I just said I used my brother's address in Georgia. But but that's one crazy schmo, right? Uh, and who happened to be a Republican? Uh, but the thing is, uh, but there, if you require showing that you have a car registered in Georgia, you don't need to be a genius to figure out that that knocks yeah. out. People like uh, this young woman I know in Savannah, who's a voter there who was challenged, my daughter. And, wow. Uh, in Savannah. And the... So you knock out young people, you knock out poor people who don't have cars, obviously, and a lot of senior citizens, by the way, as the NAACP pointed out. Oh, yeah. And be done by the GOP because they fear young people, voters of color, urban people, poor people, no matter where they are, tend to vote Democratic. So it's, a, it's nasty. It's challenging the right of Americans to vote when they don't have evidence of some widespread voter fraud. All they have is one goofball broadcaster from Florida. <laughs> I still think that's, that's hilarious. The excuse to, um, and that's the excuse to uh, knock out what could be thousands of voters. <laughs> but I think the exposure we put on that is backing them off. So, uh, IQ Al-Rizzoli, uh, you're over in the United Kingdom. Uh, you're listening to all of this. You're always the outsider. What, what do you make of all this, my friend? Besides the jokes that we are having. <laughs> this is a very serious matter. Yes. I mean, looking at America from the outside, I come from the Middle East. Uh -huh. And in the Middle East, you don't have 
voter registration. Because if the dictator decides to vote for him, 99.9 .9 will vote for him, otherwise they're dead. But look in America, my God, it's, it was not a joke. You have so-called democracy. You have so-called machines and electronic gadgets to monitor Osama bin Laden in Afghanistan from 120 miles in space. And yet, you have voter deception on a massive scale. This is not democracy. This is criminal. It's nothing a laughing matter. We can laugh at it. Okay, it's a joke. But really, on it depends the future of the United States of America and the future of the world. Yeah. Now, I look at this from my point of view. Donald Trump is the savior of Western civilization. It might sound over the over, you know, overacting. No. Without him, with Joe Biden, we are going to have nuclear war in the Middle East. I don't give a damn about all your so-called professors, so-called statisticians. We are facing a catastrophe. Joe Biden wants to talk to the Iranians and put them back to the nuclear option. Iranians want to destroy the Saudis and Israel. Israel is not going to allow it. How, is, how are they going to do it? War. Not complete war. Strategic annihilation of the nuclear facilities in Iran. And you know what? They might have to use tactical nuclear weapons. What do you think, Greg? Yeah, well, what do you think about this, Greg? Because yeah. I, I've got a follow-up there to what IQ was what was saying, but I want I want you to tackle his comments, and then I want to talk about how Biden's screwing over the progressives, even though they're supposedly going to shove him to the to the progressive side. But go ahead, Greg. Well, a couple of, one I got to admit, I I don't want to pretend to be an expert on uh, nuclear dangers in the Middle East. That's really I agree. That's no joking matter. And that's way over my head and even over my hat. So I'm not going to pretend to take on the issue that I don't know a darn thing about. Uh, but I uh, can tell you, as you mentioned, you're there in England. Of course, for those who know Greg Pals, know me. Uh, I was a reporter for BBC Television for Newsnight. Yep. I'm sure you watch that program. And for I was a columnist and investigative reporter for The Guardian. And people in England, as you would say, are shocked. They say, how could the great America come up with these elections where you see, you know, black people in hour-long, you know, five-hour-long lines? How does that happen? People are pretty, in Europe are pretty horrified when they see American democracy because, as you say, when we pick a president, we pick the world's leader, not just America's leader. Yes. And so it should be, look, it, we, I, you know, look, we don't always make the, the right choices in America, but I think we're <laughs> best off when the voters make the choice. And we don't have, my wife is uh, Swiss, and also a British citizen, but she's born in Switzerland, and my Swiss in-laws are, you know, watching from the Alps, saying, what's going on in America? And they don't have voter registration, by the way, in Switzerland, even though they have a bigger foreign population than America by proportion. They don't assume people are lying when they go in to vote, and so they don't block people from voting. In fact, in Switzerland, you can be fined for not voting. And wow. the rest of the world is, is horrified, uh, as Don is pointing out, at America's inability to live up to its democratic ideals because it harms 
Everyone. And I don't think either... We've gotten in America to this point where we think it's just okay for any party, if you can figure out a way to shaft the other... to stop other voters from voting, to stop your opponent's voters from voting, throwing out their votes, challenging your registration, then that's just okay. And it's not okay. It's not... It's time that America make a decision that we're going to have to live up to our democratic ideal, that everyone yeah. gets a vote. I'm only... Look, if the... if if the Republicans win back the Senate and this January 5 runoff, and it's a choice of the voters, I'll live with democracy. I don't care who's chosen. I want the voters to choose. And I know that sounds a little highfalutin, but that's my view. <laughs> no, it's not highfalutin. That's exactly what I was saying. If you don't allow the voters to choose, and you deceive them, and you literally undermine the system, well, so what, what are we electing? I mean, Joe yeah. Biden, by any stretch of imagination, I'm looking from the outside. Remember, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican. There is no chance in hell that Joe Biden could be president. 17 million people in America in the last few years registered for arms. 17 million new people registered to carry weapons. And these people are going to vote for Biden, who wants to take the Second Amendment from them? Where is the logic? I mean, Greg, you correct me. If you are buying a gun to protect yourself, would you vote for Biden? Tell me, please, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, here, here's, here's a good question for you. We also had massive registration drives and massive new number of voters that never voted before from both parties. Well, that too. Because there were such yeah. high stakes. And so there is no question. There's no question that Donald Trump got 74 million votes and Biden got something about 78 million votes. The question is how many people were not allowed to vote. And, and see, that's the big issue. Yeah. And we had an agency. I don't doubt the votes that are cast. Uh, what I do worry about is the couple million votes that were not counted. Yeah. People were either blocked at the polls or they, their votes were um, were disqualified, especially the mail-in ballots, which are disqualified all kinds of cockamamie reasons. Um, and so I actually believe if you counted those discounted votes, because we're talking, say, even in Georgia, about 200,000 ballots discounted because they supposedly came in late because we had problems with the post office, et cetera. Oh, um, yeah that you would have an even bigger margin for Biden. You know, that's my technical analysis. You can disagree. And whether Biden is going to just, you know, lead us into war in the Middle East or not, I, like I say, I'm not an expert in that. <laughs> that the voters did vote for him. He won the, the popular vote by a huge margin. And uh, he doubtless won those electoral votes. I, there is no scenario of uncounted votes that I can find that puts Donald Trump back in the White House. And that's just the numbers. Yeah, I accept the numbers, but question. The Constitution says, I am not an expert like you, the Constitution says 12 midnight, you don't vote after that. Even in England, after 10 o'clock in the evening, no vote is counted. But after 12 o'clock, at 12 o'clock, we counted, there were 10 people. I was one of them in England, and the others were American. Yeah. We counted 299 electoral votes at midnight, 
of the 3rd of the, uh, November. Yeah. So what happened 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, 5 hours later? They were counting for 10 days after the well, midnight. Well, of course. Which is that's not constitutional. Oh, yeah, it is. It is not, uh, constitutional. Yeah, there's not, by the way, there's nothing in the Constitution about voting, uh, which shocks many Americans, except that you have to, <laughs> you can't discriminate. But there's no right to vote in the U.S. Constitution at all, uh, which is <laughs> a bit of a, of a something that the founders left out. Yeah. But the so there's no constitutional issue. What there is is that we had about probably about I have to look at the final numbers. So we're looking uh, a good 70 million people mailed in their ballots in such and many states, including for example Georgia, Florida, and Georgia. Pennsylvania and most other states, Wisconsin, you're not allowed to count ballots until, until the polls close. And the yeah. reason you have people, some people voting after midnight, uh, you look at those lines in places like Georgia, and they're voting till 2 a.m. because the lines are so long because they didn't arrange for enough polling stations. <laughs> I'd say that. And, and, yeah. And you know, so it's like we have an insane system. So if you, yeah, it's true that if you were in England and you found people voting after midnight. You'd say, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and, but not in America. And the other is, you know, in America, we literally can't open the ballots. You're talking about having to count. I was stunned, just so you know. I was shocked that we were able to count the ballots within a week. I actually thought, there's no way we'll get this done in a week. And I can tell you, in California, we're still not done counting. No one cares about California, but we're still not done counting. <laughs> we're still not done counting. And um, because also in America we have these insane long ballots, like like the California ballots, like um, like fifteen pages long. Oh yeah, vote on yeah, because you have to vote on everything. You you you, you literally you have to become. So yeah, so I understand. Like if you're looking from abroad, say they're still counting ballots like days later. The answer is because we have an insane system. Okay? <laughs> we have an insane. We have an insane system. And um, and it therefore it is given to manipulation. And the and the numbers do get funny because um, one of the things that happened this year that usually doesn't usually the number of mail-in ballots is about equally split between parties. In fact, Republicans have tended to vote a little bit more by mail than Democrats. This year was almost entirely a Democrat mail-in vote because that's what Biden was pushing. Yeah, is to mail in, mail in, mail in your ballots. So we ended up crushing the vote counting systems, and that's why it took a long time. So I understand it, but. We're not, if there's any problem, it's that a lot of these mail-in ballots were thrown out because they were late, postage due. We had 100,000 ballots in yeah. four years ago thrown out for postage due. So it, it, then you have to have an inner ballot. If you mail in your ballot, you've got to have an inner ballot. You don't put in the inner ballot, the inner envelope, excuse me. It's called a naked ballot. You can't vote naked. <laughs> uh, I don't make this up. It's true. Look it it's up. the craziest uh, deal, Greg. The crazy rules. What we need, I, I just want, you know, what I would like is, you know, um, if, what, it, what, if you meet my wife, you'll understand what I'm saying. We should just have the Swiss run our election system and be done with it. They, they know how to make it. They would do a better out. job. Well, well, Greg, I know that we're up against the clock, and you've got yes, plenty of other things you've got to go. Before you go, how do we connect with you online, social media, everything you've got going, my friend? Number one, go to gregpalace.com, gregpalace.com, and uh, you'll get my latest report to find out about the lawsuits, or Greg underscore Palace does uh, my Twitter handle, 
and uh, you can find me on Facebook too. And by the way, and one thing you'll enjoy sounding better than me is listen to Rosario Dawson and Zoe Saldana <laughs> who have done these uh, PSAs for us, which you can find at our website, but also at Leo, at Leo DiCaprio uh, Instagram. Thank you. Well, Greg, it's been an honor and a privilege. Thanks for chatting with me and the guys today. And we look forward to doing it again. Thank you, my friend. You got me. Bye. Appreciate it. There he goes, Greg Palace. And uh, so, Don, while I get ready to get our next guest in here, what, what did you... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.